0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we are going to chat about luteal phase tips for the menstrual cycle. Okay, so we are on luteal phase week, and this is the phase where a lot of us feel those Not always positive things that are happening um, during the menstrual cycle. And typically it's that late luteal phase. So, breaking it down, this is usually happening days 17 through 28 or 30 or however long your menstrual cycle is. And usually it's those last kind of few days before you bleed that we start to feel maybe PMS symptoms. Um, Maybe it's cramps, maybe it's headaches, maybe it's bloating, um, anger, the quick judgment. So, what's happening at this time. So progesterone is produced, which is the dominant hormone in the second half of our cycle. Now we also feel that estrogen has a second peak. So remember it kind of dies down after ovulation. So at the start of the luteal phase, it's pretty low and it gets a little second peak. It's not extremely high, but then when that starts dipping back down, our progesterone is also dipping down. So now we have really low hormones going on. And then that sometimes causes. Um, that kind of crunchy feelings are those feelings where we start to have those PMS symptoms. So just because PMS symptoms are normal, it doesn't mean that they have to occur. And so that's something that I also want to make sure that we hear, and maybe you've heard it before. Maybe you haven't, maybe that's um, something that's new to you, but usually there's an underlying is from looking at an Ayurvedic lens, there's a dosha imbalance going on. And so that's kind of how I approach the menstrual cycle. And I look at kind of the month long, what happened the month before, and maybe even the month, month or two before, um, everyone's a little bit different. And once you kind of start to track your cycle, that's when you can really start to hone in on, okay, this is what's causing issues. So that's why I suggested if you haven't listened to the mindful menstruation podcast that I released on Tuesday, this week, go back and listen to that. Cause that one's going to be huge for picking up, um, kind of those symptoms that you might be having and why they might be occurring. So what's going on during this phase for workouts, this is a one where I, I personally approach in two different phases, the start of our luteal phase, we usually feel really good energy. And so we're still doing, I'm still doing my regular workouts. Like I'm working out just the way I was during my ovulation follicular phase. Now I know when I hit that wall, typically for me, it's around day 25. So for me, day 25, and I'm a 27 day cycle, pretty typical. So those last couple of days I am, if it is going to be a lifting day, if that's programmed on my agenda, taper down i'm not going to go for a pr um i might lift a little bit so instead of lifting my 30s i might lift my 20s um, or 25s i'm taking it down a notch i'm not going um, as hardcore as i might have during the earlier phases and that's one way that you can do it if you're a runner slowing down the runs depending on how you program your runs so this would be a time where it's going to be a taper week um leading into that bleeding phase and then if you're someone who enjoys like a workout class Instead of going to maybe the hit class, maybe a bar class, maybe a yoga class, if you really enjoy like getting up and moving, a vinyasa class um, would be a substitute for the hit class. If you're someone who really likes to honor the body, I know for me, I would have never jumped from, um, let's say, a hit class into a yoga, like a restorative yoga. Now, fast forward to Andrea. <laughs> of this day, I would totally drop down and go into restorative class. But my old mindset, my old workout mindset would never have allowed me to jump down into a restore. So um, depending on where you're at mindset wise, that vinyasa class might be more accessible. And then you might take it to a hatha class. And then eventually you might be like, yeah, you know what? I actually just want to do some yin or restorative at this space. So really tuning into your body is huge here, especially for workouts. So pranayama, This is also associated with the Pitta dosha still. So we're still in that Pitta phase, which is often where we feel those kind of Pitta crunchiness in those days. So a lot of those symptoms I described are Pitta. Now hear me when I say this, it does not mean just because you have those things that are associated with the Pitta dosha, that does not mean you have a Pitta cycle imbalance because I look at the overall cycle and overall you might have a Vata imbalance going on or a Kapha. And so that's something just to kind of be, um, aware of just because you have PMS doesn't mean that you have a Pitta imbalance going on. Um, so pranayams, we're looking at um, breathing or breath work that is cooling and it's calming and it's relaxing, um, especially if you're prone to having that excess heat in the body. So this is a breath work called 478, and it was developed by a practitioner called Dr. Andrew Whale. So benefits of this, it helps aid in digestion. So it's great if you're prone to indigestion or acid reflux. you want to do this before you eat. So those tend to be some Pitta things. So if you're attending to a lot of that indigestion acid reflux, give this breath work a try. It will also help you sleep better. So if you're struggling to fall asleep at night, this could be something you do and it helps calm or regulate the nervous system. So this can be done either sitting, sitting up or lying down. You're going to start by exhaling through your mouth, inhale through your nose, counting to four, hold your breath for a count of seven, make a whooshing exhale through your mouth for a count of eight. So it's like, and then you're going to repeat at least four times and maybe working up to a count of eight. So maybe you do it for a total of eight. Now, my caveat here always for breath holds that can cause anxiety in the body. And that can cause it like for myself, I have no issues with breath holds. I enjoy them. But if you're someone who is like, yeah, that makes me anxious. You would skip that. So instead you might inhale for four through the nose exhale for eight through the mouth, because again, it's that exhale through the mouth that's releasing the heat. So that's why it's good for the Pitta, especially as you might have that more heat in the body in that late luteal phase. So that's why this breath work is encouraged. So again, you can skip the the hold if you want if you're pregnant, holding your breath is not always ideal as well. Um, cause then that can inter- interfere with the, the flow of breath and the flow of, um, blood to the baby. So just cautious there. Again, there's other schools of thoughts where if you are a, a practitioner and you've been doing breath work for a long time, you might be able to get away with it a little bit easier than other people. If this is brand new to you and you're pregnant. So just a little caveat there, same with people who are 65 and older, high blood pressure, Those are all little caveats with holding our breath is you just got to be cautious and know your body. All right. So now what's the Ayurvedic approach to the luteal phase? So today I'm just going to give you some practices to try, um, because in Ayurveda, it's really about tuning into yourself, tuning into nature and again, balancing the pitta. So having a cup of afternoon tea, maybe you're prone to, um, just always be on being on the go, just slowing down and having that tea. I'm going to share, uh, recipes from my book actually in this, um, later in the podcast. So you'll get a recipe if you're like, oh, what tea should I have, I have some ideas for you, uh, a coconut oil pack. I personally have never done a coconut oil pack. Um, but that is something that is recommended. If you are prone to that Pitta dosha imbalance or at the luteal phase of your menstrual cycle, my caveat, I would not do a coconut oil pack in the winter or in the fall, especially if you live in a cold weather state. This would be, so for me, Minnesota, I'm not recommending this to most people. The only time I would really recommend it in Minnesota or a cold weather state is probably the summer months. So the summer months during the luteal phase might be the only times I would recommend that. So again, I personally haven't tried a coconut oil pack. It's going to be similar to a castor oil pack, only you're using coconut oil instead and melting that. Um, So that could be something that if you, if castor oil is not your thing and you're like, Ooh, that irritates me, maybe try the coconut oil. You can, another idea is sleep in an extra 10 minutes. This is something I personally practice because I have those last few days of my luteal phase. I feel tired. You know, our bodies just feel tired. They need a little more rest. Even if I go to bed at the normal time, um, I still feel like I need a little extra rest at this phase. And so giving yourself that, you know, maybe you make yourself um, space in your day to to be able to get up 10 minutes later. Ditching social media, if you feel judgment or self-doubt arising. This is huge. There's always a couple of days where I like to take a few days off just to kind of release that, um, just the thoughts in our head that tend to creep up at this phase journal. It's a great time to work on releasing things that don't serve you. So again, that luteal phase, we're right, right at the edge of the bleeding phase when it's all releasing and we feel that crunchiness, um, and we feel that kind of like darker energy, write it down. Let's, let's write it down get it out of our system and then work. Details. This is a great time to complete your to-do list as your brain is wired for the fine print details of this phase. So this can be often the time where you might be tidying up your house. You're like, yeah, you know what? Let's get organized. I want to get all the little things done because our brains are just wired to do that at this phase. So that's something that I personally also allow into my own work. I'm like, okay, this is the time where I can fine tune all of my podcast show notes. Um, it's just, it's detail work. It's not super hard to do, but they are little details, So it's a great time to do it at that phase. So yoga is actually, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on yoga for the luteal phase because it's very similar to ovulation. So if you haven't listened to the ovulation one, um, it's the same thing. The premise is reducing pitta. And so as you get, you know, into that later luteal, you might do slower yoga practices, but you're focusing on the forward bends, back bends, twists and extensions of the spine. All right. And my final tip are teas. So this is from my book, divine body wisdom, um, which you can still purchase on my website, just at andreaclaassen.com forward slash book. And, um, if you are enjoying some of the, the tips that I have, my book is just basically full of tips and full of recipes and ideas. I still have people who will send me DMS and they're like, Oh my gosh, your book is great. Cause I'm using it um, you know, for my menstrual cycle, it's making me focus on slowing down and you have practices that I can do. So if you are into that stuff, that's kind of what's in my book. Um, but teas at this phase, Vata tea, I'm going to just, <laughs> cause these are all, I don't want to kind of read through the ingredients and the recipes. You can find this in the show notes, um, or in my blog, which is just andreaclaassen.com forward slash blog. Um, and then you can find these tea recipes but Vata is a warming tea recipe. And these are just full of ingredients that you probably already have in your spice kitchen. Pitta's tea is going to be a cooling tea. And then kaffa tea is for movement to help reduce stagnation in the body. So depending on it, just because you're a Pitta dosha doesn't mean you should be having that cooling tea. If you have a Vata imbalance going on, same thing with a kaffa. So as we enter this fall season, as we're approaching it, we're thinking, okay, what do I need more of? if you're like myself, I tend to go out in Vata more than Pitta, even though Pitta is my main dosha, I'm going to be drinking the Vata tea because it's more warming. The Pitta is a little cooling and I don't necessarily need that where I'm at, you know, again, in Minnesota, it's cooler. I don't necessarily need to add more cooling into my body. Um, if you're someone who's like, I'm feeling really stuck and stagnant and that can be mentally or physically, you might be enjoying that coffee tea. All right. So those are my tips. And as always, I want you to kind of focus in what do you feel? You know, how do you experience that luteal phase? It's going to be, it's going to be different than me and it's going to be different from your friends. So really just tune into your days when you start to feel like crunchy days, when you really feel those hormones dip and then adjust your lifestyle accordingly. And then if you want more of this, I have a free five-day coaching program called the Menstru- menstrual cycle immersion. And it's going to be all about our take on each phase of the cycle. So we're going to go even more in depth. We're going to get practices to try. We're gonna have a live coaching call where you can ask me questions about your own cycle. Say, Hey, here's what's t- typically happening. What would you suggest to help me break through? Um, maybe you have acne. That's something I've worked with quite a bit too. Of, Gosh, I always have this hormonal acne at this time of the month. Um, those are all things that we can kind of tap into on that live call as well as in the Facebook group. So again, it's the free five-day program. We start September 5th. Um, so, which is right around the corner. I cannot believe it. Um, and I am going to hop on and do a Vata solo podcast because I know I've, I've just seen so much on social media already about people feeling that swirling energy and some kids are already back in school. And so parents are feeling that as well. So we're going to dive into that in a couple of weeks, about how to make sure we are fine-tuned with that vata dosha. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise head to my website and make sure you're registered for the menstrual cycle immersion. And I will talk to you next week. So everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power.